Hello and welcome to BTC Radio. I'm Kevin Mitchell, founder of the Business Travel Coalition and your host. Our guest today is Christoph Glenner, Secretary General of the European Technology and Travel Services Association, or ETSA. Christoph is one of the most respected and effective public affairs executives in Brussels. Today we will discuss a range of issues associated with a recent announcement by the International Airlines Group, or IAG, to levy a surcharge on tickets purchased outside the distribution channels that it controls, such as its various websites and reservations centers. British Airways is one of the airlines under the IAG umbrella. Christoph, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Tell us a little bit about ETSA. Well, Kevin, ETSA is uh, the uh, the trade association of uh, the independent travel distribution industry uh, in Europe, uh, and notably those players that have a high utilization of technology. Um, we've been around for about eight years now, uh, based in Brussels, the uh, the capital of the uh, of the EU, the, the capital of Europe. Um, and our uh, mission is to uh, to work with regulators, to work with other industry stakeholders, uh, with consumer advocates, and with the media in in the EU at the EU level, but also in different European countries, uh, to educate them on the the value that independent distribution brings to uh, to suppliers of travel services, to consumers, and to the economy in general. Well, what exactly is this surcharge that we've been reading about, and, and what's its genesis? Well, last Friday, uh, IAG, which is the parent company of uh, British Airways and Iberia, announced that it would be introducing a uh, an £8 sterling uh, surcharge uh, starting from the 1st of November 2017. Uh, and that surcharge would be applicable to all uh, tickets uh, booked in uh, uh, distribution channels that are not controlled by uh, British Airways or Iberia. Uh, I should add one point: it it, it is also uh, it it doesn't apply to uh, any distribution channel that um, implemented the so-called new distribution capability, which uh, is a, a a new distribution standard which um, was concocted by um, a, a couple of big airlines under the auspices of, of IATA. Um, the, what's the genesis of this surcharge? I think there, there, there are two, two sides to the story. One is BA's narrative and the narrative of other airlines that have introduced a similar surcharge. And one is what I believe is the, the, the real truth. So BA's narrative is that this is all about uh, distribution cost and passing on distribution cost. BA claims that independent distribution, uh, distribution through travel agents is more expensive than direct distribution. Uh, and it's pretty much the same uh, that Lufthansa said when about two years ago they introduced a similar surcharge uh, for their tickets. Um, there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence uh, we have not seen any credible evidence, neither from Lufthansa nor from British Airways, uh, that would substantiate uh, a, the, the story of that cost difference. And in fact, to tell you more, we have, um, as ETSA, together with the, um, uh, the Travel Agent uh, Federation in Europe, ECTA, uh, commissioned a study to an independent research firm called Infrata, based in, in the UK, 
Um, and I can't tell you much about it. Uh, this study will be published in the coming days. But what I can tell you is that the picture is quite different from the myth that's being presented by uh, airlines such as Lufthansa and, and, and British Airways. Um, the, the conclusion of, of, of the study, and, and I, I invite you and, and, and the audience to, to, uh, to have a look once it comes out, is that there is no substantiation of a, of a cost differential claim. Um, uh, so why are airlines doing this? Why are airlines introducing these kinds of surcharges? Um, in reality, I think it's a smokescreen. Uh, and the, 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 the reason is quite simple. Uh, this is a move to foreclose the independent distribution market, to make that, uh, that distribution channel, to make the travel agency channel less attractive, systematically, structurally less attractive, uh, and as a consequence, to drive consumers uh, to the airline's own distribution channels where they cannot compare fares uh, and where they, at the end of the day, become captive um, and loyal. So what we see is a self-fulfilling prophecy. We see um, airlines that have a strong market position. They instrumentalize uh, the distribution market to make their supply market position even stronger. Well, clearly, since there's been so much consolidation in recent years. Uh, we see evidence basically every day of some of the major network carriers wanting to foreclose on new competition or otherwise uh, make their product, their fares, their fees very difficult for consumers uh, to find, especially given the fact that a lot of airline consumers travel very infrequently, so they must, must be very, very confused. Is there anything to what you just said that you would like to add in terms of ETS's formal position on this proposal? Well, I mean, we have, we have gone public um, here in Europe earlier today with our position. Um, we condemn the announcements uh, and, and the facts of, of the surcharge, like we have condemned the, uh, the surcharge uh, introduced by the Lufthansa Group uh, uh, less than two years ago. Uh, there we have gone further. I mean, it's early days on, on BA, but on, in, in terms of Lufthansa, we have gone further. We have um, filed proceedings uh, with the, uh, the regulator here in Europe, the European Commission, uh, on the strength that um, Lufthansa is discriminating between uh, its own, uh, own distribution system and independent distribution systems. And there is, unlike in the US, for example, in Europe, there is um, very clear regulation uh, that, um, on the one hand, uh, guarantees competition between airlines and between distributors, but also safeguards transparency for um, uh, for consumers. So with Lufthansa, on Lufthansa, we've gone a lot further. We are in the midst of these proceedings. They they remain uh, the the case remains open and unresolved. Um, with British Airways, we've made a public st statement uh, condemning the uh, uh, the surcharge um, for the simple reason that I mean our, our reason of being as a trade association is to defend uh, that independent, open, transparent marketplace for travel services. And if, if we allow major airlines, which have a strong market position or are even dominant uh, in certain markets, to foreclose that open distribution marketplace, uh, we will not only see, I think, significant consumer detriment, 
we will also see that it will become more and more difficult for new carriers to enter the market. And we've you've spoken about consolidation earlier. I think we have seen unprecedented consolidation. There has been a promise of consumer benefit from consolidation. It's questionable whether we have seen much of that consumer benefit. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, what, we, what we are seeing is that uh, airlines take steps to um, try to keep new entrants out of the market. Uh, and you, you will have seen, uh, and I, I know that you have written and reported on this uh, uh, very frequently over the last few months, the, uh, the battle between uh, the U.S. carriers and, and the Middle Eastern carriers. Um, I think this is a, you know, it's a symptom of, of, of the, same, the same issue, which is that big, powerful airlines want to keep the market to themselves, and they're trying to find tools to be able to, uh, to do so. Christoph, you had mentioned that the travel agency distribution system competes with the airline distribution system, which is true around the world and very important for consumers because the independent channel keeps the airlines honest by offering comparison shopping opportunities. If this surcharge continues and, in fact, is implemented, what is the likely impact uh, on the independent distribution channel? Um, the move by BA and Iberia and similar moves by other large groups of airlines, and we've seen Lufthansa, we might, who knows, see some others in the future, are, in, in my view, very harmful to competition distribution. Not just because they give the, the travel agents a structural competitive disadvantage uh, today, but perhaps equally importantly, or more importantly, what, because of what they can potentially lead to tomorrow, which is a reality where distribution is controlled by a few large airline groups and where transparency and comparison shopping are history and where new entrants face potentially such high barriers to entry uh, that you know, it, 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 is, it becomes impossible to compete in the airline marketplace. Because if you control, you know, if you have a couple of big airline groups controlling distribution, then new entry becomes so expensive that no, uh, no market entrant can afford it anymore. So, you know, a, a foreclosure of the distribution market can eventually lead to a foreclosure of the supply market. Um, and that, you know, that's why over the last decade, uh, you know, when, when reading academic literature on, on, the, on airline distribution, something that's always coming back is, that, is the, the element of checks and balances. That, as you, as you said before, Kevin, that the, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the independent distributors that keep the airline industry honest because you have such a massive information imbalance uh, between the, uh, the, the airlines on one hand who are very few and very powerful and millions and millions and millions, billions even, of individual consumers having to make individual purchasing decisions on the basis of um, information which can be incredibly complex. I mean, when you look at the travel offers that are available in the marketplace every day, you know, you need an algorithm to deal with them. A, a human cannot deal with that kind of information without some sort of um, regulation. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's precisely the problem. If you, if you leave uh, this marketplace totally unregulated and give all the power to the suppliers, and at the end of the day, it's the consumers that are going to pay the bill, and the bill is going to be a big one, I'm afraid.
Well, I want to ask you about the impact on individual leisure travelers, short-term and long-term. But let me set up the question this way because it kind of ties in with what you just said. It is so unbelievably complex, the amount of data out there that the travelers would have to wade through by forcing... Well, let me say it this way. If you're going to surcharge a leisure traveler who, let's say, would have or has been going to an online travel agency, eight pounds sterling for a one-way and 16 approximately return, that traveler is likely to go to BA.com and avoid paying the money. So on the one hand, you just simplified it for that traveler because that traveler no longer has all these competitive options and choices. And on the other hand, you just harmed that online travel agency, which is not good for the consumer over the long term. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I, I, I fully agree. I think that's exactly right. In the short term, because of the fact that particularly uh, leisure travelers are so price sensitive and, you know, one dollar, euro, pound makes a difference, right? And drives that consumer into another channel. And, and, and quite frankly, the, you know, on the internet, the, you know, the, the switching cost is so low, you know, you, you go another way just for a, for a, for a dollar's difference. Uh, so in the short term, this is, of course, uh, going to drive individual leisure travelers to the direct channel. Um, and, you know, the efforts of the airlines will be to make that direct channel artificially more attractive, not just in terms of, of, of cost, uh, but also availability of additional services, uh, loyalty programs, um, uh, tailored fares, etc., etc. So that, that consumer at the end of the day gets the feeling that, you know, there's no other place they need to be. I mean, that's, that's where they get it all. Uh, and uh, that's, of course, uh, then you uh, lead a consumer into a walled garden, and that consumer is, at the end of the day, not going to ask the question anymore, am I getting the best deal? No, you know, I'm, I'm getting a deal from airline A, and I've always, you know, I've always been loyal to airline A, so I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with them. Um, so that I think, you know, the, the short term leads into the, lo- I mean, what, what the, the effect in the short term Builds builds up into the long term effects, which will be a fragmented distribution landscape, um, where uh, you will have a, a couple of walled gardens where consumers are led into, and where they are given not an overview of what's available in the marketplace, but just an overview of what that particular group of airlines wants to show them. Yeah, that's that's a pretty grim outlook if this proceeds. And, and is successfully implemented. Now, corporations, universities, and governments all have what are referred to as managed travel programs. Um, and these programs were designed and built and developed over probably the last 25 years. Do surcharges help or harm, or are they neutral to those kinds of programs? You know, I think they're, as a principle, harmful. Um, because at the end of the day, what a managed travel program needs is a, a technology platform that brings all the content together uh, at a you know at, at the lowest possible cost. So if you uh, see a growing number of airlines introducing a surcharge and at the same time saying to travel management companies, uh, look, we give you an alternative and we give you a direct connect and you can get those fares that we want to give you directly. 
bypassing your aggregator. Um, but you know, you you need to you need to make a technology investment in that. If one airline's doing that, it's it's okay. But if more and more airlines are doing that, it becomes cost prohibitive for the TMC. Um, so at the end of the day, what you might see is that TMCs in countries or corporations in countries where you have just a couple of airlines that are, you know, that have a large market share, or maybe just one airline that has a large market share, um, they're going to have to pick and choose. They're going to have to say, you know, let's take a, a, a large German uh, corporation as an example. Uh, if 80% of their travel is on on uh, on Lufthansa uh, or a, a large uh, UK company, and 70% of their travel is on BA, uh, you know, if if that airline cuts them a good deal, they might forego the com- the the comparison shopping altogether, and then you get to the same situation that I described with the, the leisure traveler, in that 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 corporate is going to be led into the same walled garden and given all kinds of treats and given the impression that they're very special uh, and that they're getting the, you know, the best deal and a special deal and, and, and you name it. But at the end of the day, this is just a tool to maximize the profit for the airline. Um, and so you know, the, the, the fragmentation that we're starting to see is very, very harmful to, to manage travel programs. And I think any, any corporation that is serious about its travel budget, and let's not forget that I think on a global scale, by now, uh, travel is the sec- after ICT is the, the second largest cost um, element in, in, in company budgets. Uh, so any company that's serious about its travel budget and, and, and controlling its travel costs should be very, very concerned about this type of fragmentation. Uh, and, uh, you know, this, this is not good news uh, because companies, we're going to see companies paying a lot more for travel in the future if this is allowed to continue. One observation about what you said and then a, and a follow-up question. The observation is that if a company were to do that, say that company in Germany with 80% of its uh, lift going to a Lufthansa, if it were to commit and stop comparison shopping, that's the end of airline new entry if other companies you know, followed suit. How would you break in to the German market as a startup airline? The question is, um, going back to the, to the corporate or university travel manager, this has, if it's implemented, will have been a, an indirect price increase, no doubt about it, nobody argues with that. And for that price increase, they get nothing whatsoever nothing uh, in return, no additional value at all. Now, if your study that you referred to from the UK organization comes out and says, you know, distribution costs for the airlines and their controlled channels is, is equal to or greater than what they are paying through the global distribution systems, what reaction do you think corporate, university, and government travel managers are going to have to that? Well, I mean, they're, they are already coming out uh, uh, of the woodwork and saying that they are very, very um, concerned um, about this. Notably in the UK, uh, the uh, the managed travel community has come out and, and has criticized uh, BA's announcement. Um, they are questioning the legitimacy of, of, of the surcharge um, and have asked, have in fact asked, and this is the, the GTMC in a statement yesterday, Guild of Travel Management Companies, which is the, uh, the UK representative body of, of travel management companies. They've asked BA for figures 
to substantiate uh, the claim that indirect distribution is more expensive than, than direct distribution. And, and you know, I, so, so there is, there's a lot of animosity. Uh, and of course, what plays a role as well is that the, the, the travel agent community and the travel community in, in, in general uh, has been taken by surprise. There have been rumors about this announcement, but there have been no formal conversations between uh, BA and, and its travel partners. They've just, you know, presented them with a with a with a completed fact, uh, and uh, you know the travel agent community just has to deal with it, basically. And you know, I I I I don't want to dwell on this, but I I I need to mention it because I think it's you know it's it's very ironic that uh, on Friday BA announced the surcharge, and then a mere hour, a couple of hours later, their entire IT infrastructure collapsed. And guess who uh, played a, a, an incredibly helpful role in getting thousands and thousands of passengers back on the road, so to say? It was travel agents and TMCs, and they helped BA deal with this mess in a very collegial uh, manner as a, as a value chain, you know, which consists of, of partners should do. But I'm sure it, it left a bitter taste in their mouths that, you know, BA who, uh, in, you know, in, in, in inverted commas, stabbed them in the back on Friday, was relying on their help on Saturday. Wow. And, and I would imagine that travel management companies and travel agencies that chipped in to help their mutual customers, that was a situation virtually all over the world because of BA's reach. Of course. Of course. And, and I, you know, I, I, uh, th this is one of the uh, uh, important elements, I think, when you look at the value of, of independent distribution. It is that support role. It's the fact that when, when something goes wrong, travel agents, be they big online agents or TMCs or traditional, you know, high street travel agents, um, you know, they have an immense capability of, um, of helping and assisting and rebooking and, and you know, canceling and booking, booking alternatives, uh, which is very costly because, the, you know, these are, these are real people with real knowledge and real uh, experience that are on the phone uh, or, you know, by, 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 by technology means are communicating with customers and are helping those customers. And at the same time, are t you know, taking that job off of the airline's back. And that has a huge value, um, which the airlines are completely underestimating. Uh, but it needs to be counted towards, you know, the, the, the value that we bring as a, as, a, as a distribution channel. Christoph, any other observations before we wrap up? Well, maybe not so much an observation, but, but a call to action. Um, I think, you know, what, what, we're, what we're experiencing here is a, a fundamental change uh, in, uh, in distribution strategy of some airlines, uh, which has uh, potentially dire consequences for, uh, for travel agents, for TMCs, for consumers, mainly for consumers. Um, so I'd like to reach out to your audience, which I know has, you know, I know you have a, a have a far reach, and 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 you are reaching, uh, you know, people that matter in this industry. Um, I'd like to um, uh, say that we we I think we have a massive opportunity here. We need to grasp this opportunity as an industry to work with airlines to 
you know, to, to reinforce the notion of, of value that we bring. Um, but perhaps more importantly now to work with regulators and with consumer advocates to make sure that the choice and the transparency and the open and competitive marketplace that we still have in some parts of the world. I, I can speak for, for Europe. I know that the situation in, in the U.S. is uh, probably a little, even more critical than in Europe, but in Europe it starts to be critical as well. Uh, so I think we have an opportunity to, to draw the attention, the urgent attention of regulators to uh, what is happening and to make sure that they act in the interest of competition and of consumers um, before it's too late. And, and frankly, I think it may be too late very soon if we don't act now. Well stated. Christoph, thank you for your many insights today. Thank you, Kevin. Pleasure. Well, that's it for this edition. If you would like to see someone special invited on the show, email me at mitchell at businesstravelcoalition.com. For the entire team here at BTC Radio, thank you for tuning in. <laughs>